Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. And I got to tell you guys, it might be a short live stream today because I am not feeling all that great. Um, lots of sore throat. I'm drinking some tea. I got some cough drops in, so I apologize for how I sound and if I'm doing any coughing on the uh, audio today. But we're here. And if anyone has any questions about the Chicago Marathon and you wanted to come somewhere live to hopefully get some of them answered, let me know and put it in the chat. And if I can't answer it, I think someone else in the chat will be able to help you out. So you are in the right place. Before we get to any of that for the live stream today, let's say hi to everyone listening on the audio only version on the podcast. Hopefully you guys are out there having a good run today. Maybe you're tapering for the Chicago Marathon, listening to this maybe on a Thursday morning um, as you're about to head off into Chicago or just after you arrived into town. But in either event, hopefully you're having a good run. And everyone that's watching this on YouTube, not live, but um, still here, welcome to you guys as well. Hopefully you're having a good day. Oh, today, guys, I, um, I had a real hard time sleeping last night. I was coughing a little bit. Um, I think like maybe around 3 o'clock in the morning or so. <coughs> <coughs> A little bit earlier than um, my normal wake up time. And I just did not, I don't feel like I got very restful sleep. I've been taking like cough medicines and stuff. Um, but like today, I was supposed to go do a mini workout and like my hamstrings were all tight, even though I had an easy run yesterday, just an hour run. And so I'm taking it easy today. I've been napping all morning, trying to get a little bit of work done because Chicago Marathon Week is usually a very busy week for me. So hopefully it's just, passes i initially thought you know i'm hearing hearing from sean in the chat here what's going on sean he says hey everyone with a wave he says haven't run in two days due to the booster slash flu shot i'm sicker than when i actually had COVID. it's awful i thought that that might be what's happening i mentioned that yesterday not that i think that the flu shot or the COVID booster can actually make you sick with either of those diseases but your immune response you know your um can make you feel like sickness symptoms, you know? And so like, I thought that's what I was feeling. Um, but I got my shot like a week ago. So I'm, I don't think that's what, I think I just got another head cold. Uh, it's been going around in our house. I think uh, my wife had it first, or maybe one of my kids had it first and then gave it to my wife, gave it to me. And then I think I've now given it back to one of the kids and they've given it back to me. I don't know. It's just going around. So hopefully that's not something that's happening to you guys um, and that you guys are feeling a lot better than I am. Uh, Will says, the, hey, y'all, tapering is absolutely driving me crazy. <clears throat> and it's a very busy week for me, but so excited for Chicago this weekend. <clears throat> Almost time for the pre-race haircut. Nice. I used to do that. Now I don't really do haircuts that much anymore. Although we just found out that um, one of my daughter's friends, um, her mom owns a salon in town. So we're thinking, well, maybe we'll start going there. Because, you know, support your friends. And we don't know. My wife got a haircut a little while ago, but she just kind of picked a place at random because she doesn't know anyone out here. So we'll probably go there from now on. Um, Frank says, I haven't worn super shoes, <clears throat> superhero shoes since I was four, but the blank Pan Panther SL20s look all right. Oh, uh -huh, Interesting. <clears throat> I haven't seen those, um, but on the Blank Panther tip, um, today, one of the neighbors in the area um, knows that I run. I don't think he realizes. I mean, we've told people what I do for a living, but like, I don't think that particular neighbor knows that I, I run a little bit more than a little. But anyway, he was like, um, 
he was asking if I was going to be running the Chicago Marathon this weekend. You know, I saw him at the bus stop in the morning. And I was like, yep, yeah, I will. I'll be running with a friend of mine. You know, we're going to have a good time. I'm not feeling that great, but hopefully we'll still be able to have a good time. <clears throat> and then he was telling me about this um, uh, a race in Veterans Acres Park, which someone else also yesterday told me about a different race in Veterans Acres Park, which is one of the parks that I run run by, run in all the time around here. Uh, but he was also telling me about that. And then he was like, you know, have you been out to the trails in Wakanda? There's a town around here called Wakanda. Um, see, that's the Black Panther connection. And I was like, no, you know, I've been exploring some of the trails around here, but I haven't made it out to Wakanda yet. And he's like, there's a trail that me and my buddies go on. He's like, it's a uh, millennium. It's called the Millennium Trail. He's like, my he wanted he has like six kids. He's like, when he take the kids to one of them to preschool, he says like, you know, he's in preschool for like half a day. So he's like, I just drop them off and I go for a run on the trail. And then I pick them up. I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty nice. So that's a double Wakanda. That's a double Black Panther connection today. So I'm sure there'll be some other third connection to it later on. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. Let's scroll down to the chat. Make sure I'm catching up with you guys. <laughs> Eric says the Wakanda trail runs forever. <laughs> he did say it goes a long way. He said the way he runs it, it goes six miles in one direction. And he's like, but in the other direction, I think it goes for like 15 miles. So, you know, I don't know. Wakanda trail forever. <laughs> I'm going to have to check it out. Mm. All right. Let's see. We got uh, Leona who did a... Hold on. Leona did a temper run today in the new Mach 5s and loving them so far. Awesome. I, I do really enjoy that shoe. I think I'm at like 80 miles in the shoe. So like shortly after Chicago Marathon, I'll be hitting my 100-mile review on that. And uh, mine, mine are holding up really well. So I'm very happy about that. Mm. Frank says, in terms of a pre-race haircut, he shaves his beard off before a big race. Ooh. I don't think I'm going to do that. Although I think I probably will trim up everything, but I don't know that I'm going to shave everything. <laughs> uh, Rajkumar Raushinji says, uh, best of luck for Chicago. Get your PR. Great running warehouse video. Question. If I could buy one shoe for fall, would you re recommend Nova Blast 3 or Velocity Nitro 2? Thanks. I would probably go with the Nova Blast 3. I like that one a lot more, even though the Velocity Nitro 2, I just finished my video on that. I finished 100 miles in that shoe that hundred miles i mean it i had this shoe for six months but like it seemed like it was very easy to rack up miles in that shoe so um that's a good one but i just prefer the nova blast it's a little bit squishier it's a little bit more exciting and um all the things that i kind of like in daily trainers just a little bit more than the the velocity nitro too so i would go with that one uh Ve Veiko Kichev says, should I put more than seven miles in my new AlphaFly Next% percent 2 if I've already put around 50 miles on AlphaFly 1s? Um, I mean, I think that as long as you have enough, if you you know put a lot of miles on AlphaFly 1s, I haven't tried the AlphaFly 2 myself, but I'm, I'm suspecting that, you know, in terms of like being race ready, breaking it in, um, just enough to make sure that you know that there's not going to be any blistering you know, that's the kind of thing that I'll look for. Like anything that would say like, oh, I, maybe I got to find a thicker pair of socks when I'm at the Marathon Expo or maybe maybe find a taller pair of socks, like that kind of thing. I think seven miles will probably be enough for that to let you know that, um, you know, it's going to be fine. 
for that. Uh, if you really wanted to do a test to see if like, you know, there's differences between the Alpha Fly 1 and Alpha Fly 2, then I would say, you you know, like the ideal thing to do would be to put them in a workout. But, you know, we're like three days out from the, four days out from the marathon now. So like, I wouldn't worry too much about it because um, it seems like that's the decision that you've made. Um, and uh, yeah, just, I would just worry about in terms of like if anything's going to cause any chafing. Mm. All right. Will Willing says, if your heart rate is high for some reason and your heart rate monitor says you ran a tempo run, is it really a tempo run even though it's not a tempo pace? Um, I'm going to say, um, assuming that the heart rate reading is correct, then I will say it kind of is, um, at least as far as your cardiovascular system is concerned, um, because that's the strain. You know, your heart doesn't care why your heart rate is up. Now, I don't, I don't know the algorithm that goes into when a watch tells you that you ran a tempo run. So, like, I'm not sure that I would necessarily, you know, buy that like straight up. Um, but my ultimate point that I'm trying to make is like, you know, stress is stress. So your body doesn't care if it's running stress or if it's your heart rate is high because it's really, really hot um, or because uh, it's a really stressful time or you're really tired, you know? So like strain is strain. Um, and so you're, you should really just be adjusting your workouts accordingly um, for when that happens. So that's kind of like how I would look at it. But just because your watch is it's, tempo doesn't necessarily mean it's tempo but it doesn't mean it's as easy as your you know perceived effort may think it was does that make sense um alex says best advice for recovery before first marathon in the days leading up i'm planning on taking the rest of the week off since running yesterday and planning on slow shakeout run on saturday i I would worry about that a little bit because like you know for me when i hit a, a taper you know it's after a bunch of weeks of really intense training typically this this block is a little bit different. And I think that if you hit the brakes too hard on rest, uh, it can have a negative effect and your body goes into like, oh, I guess it's like vacation time now. And it kind of like you lose a little bit of your edge. And so physiologically, you know, like VO2 max numbers wise and like, you know, how much lactate you could clear per minute wise, I don't think it makes a huge difference. But for me, in terms of how fresh my legs feel, in terms of how sharp my mind feels and how ready it is to um, undergo race efforts, I try not to like take you know multiple days off in a row. Like I w- I was gonna do a a mini tempo workout today uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I was feeling so sick and miserable. So like that's kind of the thing that I would worry about. So in terms of like if you're worried because you're hurt and you're trying to get it recovered, you know try to figure out ways that are active recovery without you know, knowing what's exactly the thing you're trying to recover. Um, just rest isn't always the best idea. Uh, I'm not saying you got to go out and buy like recovery boots or whatever. Um, but like in terms of preparing yourself, which is a little bit different than recovery, but preparing yourself and tapering, uh, for a marathon performance, um, yeah, taking the rest of the week off. So like Thursday, Friday, Thursday and Friday, you know, off. I mean, I used to do a two day, in a row break and I found that it didn't really work for me. So, um, you know, if you're doing, if the only thing other than that is a slow shake around, I would, I would prefer like maybe tomorrow, um, doing a very easy run with just with some strides at the end, just to keep the body used to moving hard, moving fast and, and working hard without something that's going to really deplete. 
I, I that's kind of what I prefer. But you know, tapering is a bit of an art, and so it's more, to me it's more art than science. Um, and so you gotta kind of play around with what works for you. Endurance Frank Non Elite says, "Kafuzi, hello from the three five brother. See you in Chi Town." Tamer sucks. LOL. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you pick up a cold too. Uh, <laughs> so that's never good either. So you know. Um, Luke Klein says, "What do you think about the young in the Mach Four Five versus the Four? I'm not sure I answered that. I think there might be a typo in there. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Usually, I can figure out what you guys mean, but this one, I'm not." Sure, I understand. Um, Devin Patterson says, I didn't get in the Tokyo Marathon. Teary face emoji. He says, I know, shocker, but I really wanted to run it this year. How do I get in? I don't know. It seemed like I, I, don't, I didn't uh, enter the lottery because I, I have a bib already um, from last year. Uh, but it seemed like a lot of people that tried to get in this year got in. So um, you're the first person that I heard that I was like, oh, bummer, I didn't make it. Um, I think if you don't make it in, I think the other way, I think there are charity bibs for Tokyo. I'm not sure the process seems a little bit more different than it is for the other marathons. Um, I would say the best bet is probably to do a, um, like they have those like a tour group, um, marathon packages, um, where you're essentially paying about. Uh, a little bit more, I think, than you would if you were just raising money for charity, depending on the race. And then they, you know, help you with hotel and like group accommodations and all that kind of stuff. So that's, I would look into something like a, it's like a marathon tour or something like that. It's what it's called. So I would, I would look into that if you really want to do it next year. Uh, Brandon Palmer says, I'm in recovery mode, nursing a knee injury after my half, went out and did some recovery runs and felt some sharp pains in my right knee. So we're going up and down stairs and strides. I mean, it could be, um, you know, an overcompensation injury. Um, you know, that's something that I really feel like um, you might want to start seeing a physical therapist or um, your doctor uh, if that kind of thing is happening. If you're, I mean, sore going up stairs, maybe not. But I would say take it easy. And it seems like you might be coming back too, too quick. Um, you just had a race, so I mean... I would say take it easy a little bit. Um, if you're having sharp pains in the right knee on easy runs. So, okay. Luke Klein says the tongue. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Uh, what do you think about the tongue in the five versus the four? Um, I don't, I don't remember a difference particularly. Um, in the five, it's notched this year, isn't it? I don't have a pair down here. I don't think, I think my pairs are upstairs. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, well, I'm trying to think of what did the tongue look like in the four. I could envision the black version that I had last year. Um, and I think it's notched this year in the five. And neither version did it particularly bother me, I don't think. Um, yeah, I, I might have to get back to you on that one, Lou. Wilfredo says, que pasa, Kofusians? Good luck to everyone in, this weekend in Chi-Town. One more day until I get my Primex strong. Cool. That's an interesting looking shoe. I wasn't, I didn't think that they were going to, I mean, I know it's not a Prime X2 and I really would have liked a Prime X2, but it's interesting to see that there did give it a different upper. I'm curious, not curious enough to buy in myself because I have my regular Prime X. Um, <clears throat> but, but if they sent me a pair, 
I would definitely run a bunch of miles in it. <laughs> mm. Asiku Hibert says, how do you stay motivated while injured, Co? A physio told me to wait four months before hitting the road again because of my patellar tendonitis. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, what, what does that mean before hitting the road again? I mean, you're going to have rehab, right, Asiku? You're not going to go from 100% rest to like now I can run every day in the four months. So along that way, there is, you know, homework that you're going to have. There's going to be physical therapy that you can do along the way um, to uh, facilitate your recovery. So really focus on that. Um, the other things that you can do are, um, you can, I don't know how like uh, severe the patellar tendonitis is going to be, but I don't know if you can hit a bike. Um, or do, I don't know if you'll be able to do elliptical or anything like water jogging or swimming. So there's other ways, like if you're trying to find a way to like keep the fitness that you can do that. Um, so those are some options. And otherwise, if you can't, if you're completely have to be immobilized, you know, it might be a good time to, um, focus on some other aspects of life that, you know, we all have things that we might be neglecting a little bit. Uh, I'll speak from personal experience but in vague and opaque terms. Um, there might be things that we might be neglecting uh, in certain aspects of our lives um, that could um, use some extra attention. So I would say use your time wisely. So, um, all right. Mm, let's see who else we got here in the chat. Frank says about the Millennium Trail in Wakanda. The planned 41-mile Millennium Trail is a vital trail corridor it is designed to connect to central, western, and northern Lake County. I didn't know it was all the way in Lake County. Lake County is the adjacent county um, to McHenry, where I am. But I guess I'm on the border. I didn't know that. I think I think Wakanda is only like 20 miles from here. It's 15 miles from here. It's not that far. I guess... 15 miles in Chicago is like a lifetime away, but, um, out here, 15 miles is it's still far. It's not close. I'd say the farthest place that I go to run is probably Moraine Hill state park. I think that's like less than a 20 minute drive. So I try not to drive too far to go running. Um, but a 41 mile trail sounds pretty nice. That's cool. Um, but you know, a lot of times when people say trail, sometimes, Sometimes a trail is a trail. Sometimes the trail is like a strip of blacktop through the woods. Sometimes the trail is a sidewalk along a very busy road. So, I mean, I'm not saying that's what Millennium Trail is, but that's what parts of the Prairie Trail are that I run on. Some parts are nicer than others. <laughs> mm. All right. Brett Reed says, Hey, Co, got the Apple Watch Ultra. All systems are go for now. The screen is amazing. I highly recommend it. I don't know. I've been starting to see some um, Apple Watch reviews on it, like the Apple Watch Ultra reviews on YouTube. Um, and who was I seeing yesterday on Instagram? It was Drew Whitcomb. He loves it, but he's also 6'6". He's a much bigger guy. So I could see that he'd be like, finally, a me-sized watch. Um, I just think it would look ridiculous on me. Because I, I think I'm at the size where I can wear a men's watch or a women's watch probably most of the time. Um, yeah. Um, I'm still doing my Apple Watch SE experiment. It's super annoying. Um, I'm really nervous about Marathon Weekend, how I'm going to survive without a phone. I think ultimately I'm going to bring it with me. 
because I have like some scheduling things where I like I don't have time to mess around. But um, we try not to use it. But like things like how do I pick up a bib without a phone? You know, I'm trying to remember. I know they say you're supposed to have like your QR code and everything, but I feel like every other year I've just told them my name and they've looked it up and they've given me stuff. So I think I'll be fine. But I'll bring the phone just in case. Um. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the Apple Watch. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just I think maybe I'm, I'm not feeling well and I'm feeling a little grumpy. Um, but like one interesting thing is though, yesterday I did a battery drain test because I was I found myself at like 20% battery and I was like, oh, I'm not going to charge it. I'll just run until the battery dies today. So by the time I actually went out for my run yesterday, it was at 10%. And then I ran and after four miles, it died. And then when I charged it back up, it had actually written to data all the miles that I had run already. So it wasn't lost, which was surprising. I don't remember it doing that before. So that was kind of nice. So it's not all bad. Um, Endurance Frank, non-elite says, what's your gel lineup for Chicago? It sounds like you're not going for PR, but truly enjoying the race, which is the spirit of the marathon for us non-elites. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to do... Um, I think I'll probably bring all martins um maybe i'll bring i don't know if i have any Himachia pluses i might have one i know i think i just i think i just ate the last one like last week so i think i'll probably just end up with all martin and then just drink a lot of gatorade on the course for salt that's my biggest concern is with going with all martin is that there's no salt in it so um yeah so that's probably gonna be it i'll bring one for every uh, we might be, I mean, I, we're going to be adjusting our pace. I think we're going to be out there anywhere between three hours, like probably 345 is probably closer to where we're going to be. Um, and so at that point, I'll, I'm probably thinking, you know, I'll probably plan on a gel every 30 to 45 minutes um, because I won't be burning through sugars quite as quickly. So I think, I think that's kind of going to kind of be it. Um, I'll just probably bring six and then divide it up according to the time. You know, six divided by however long we're planning and leave it at that. There'll be this other gator. There'll be gels on the course, Gatorade endurance gels and Gatorade. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, I'm just worried about this head cold. That's the biggest thing I'm worried about. And then Adam has a good point here when we're talking about if your heart rate's high, is it an, if an easy run, but heart rate, tempo, heart rate, um, what was the run? Uh, Adam says, I disagree with Co. You're really training your metabolism, not your heart. Your heart rate may be high for many reasons that don't significantly change the fuel you're burning. That's a good point. And that's a good point, too. But I also feel like for, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to, I know I'm not going to change your mind, Adam. And I know you're, you're, you know what you're talking about. But I'm also going to say that, like, I think one of the things that I would try to emphasize is that um, going back to the idea of like um, perceived effort, when we what we think is easy is not always easy, and so I think that for a lot of people, it depends. For with Will, if Will is normally used to seeing easy run or aerobic run when he does an easy run, and then he does an easy run where the heart rate seemed to be high for no reason. Um, that's one thing, but I think a lot of people just always run in tempo run heart rate range and are in kind of gray zone training all the time. But yeah, that's a very good point, Adam. 
Um, all right. Mm. <laughs> Daniel says, will you run on a pineapple on your head like that gentleman at the Berlin Marathon? No. I do like I like I do like pineapples, but I don't think I could do that. I don't even understand that. Crazy. Adam says, "Don't most runners suffer from head head case <laughs> colds during the taper?" That's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't usually get like I I usually feel. I guess I do kind of usually feel sick. It's not this bad though. Not to the point where I feel like I need to take medicine, and I've been taking a lot of medicine the past couple of days. Not a couple of days, just yesterday, after my run. Mm. All right, Alex has two two part unrelated questions. Have you ever dealt with plantar fasciitis in the heel? If so, any advice for dealing with it before a race? And two, what's your weather prediction for Sunday? Let's do the weather first. I haven't looked at it that closely today. Yesterday I looked at it, um, and again, it's one of those things where it depends on which service you're using. Um, but for both of the days, I think they're predicting that it's going to be like really great racing weather. So low 40s um, for the for the start, and then the high for the day ending up in the low to mid 60s. I think low 60s, and then. For me, what makes me kind of like uh, worried about it, though, is that after Sunday, depending on which weather service you're looking at, um, the days after can get either the same or much warmer. And so that tells me that like there's a warm front moving in. And if that warm front comes in earlier or if the next front that's supposed to come in later tomorrow, the cold front isn't as strong then that warm front might kind of creep in earlier. So I'm a little bit, I'm cautiously optimistic, but so far it's looking really good. Bring your warm clothes for um, waiting in the corrals. It's going to be chilly at, you know, five thirty six o'clock in the morning. So I'm going to have like, you know, long pants, like a long sleeve. I'm going to bring gloves probably. Well, I'll have my regular hat, but, you know, I'm going to bring my throwaway layer for sure. And then make sure you have a warm layer afterwards. Because I don't know about you guys, but even on a hot day after a long run, I'm cold. So bring something warm. Mm. <laughs> Frank says, how long are you running the phoneless experiment? Until like, uh, I think I started it on a Friday. So this Friday will be three weeks. So then I'll do like two, I'm trying to go 30 days. So we'll see. <laughs> Lucas H says, put the Apple Watch experiment on hold for the race weekend. We all understand. I feel like the Apple Watch experiment, the vid the whole YouTube video about it only becomes interesting because I'll have the tension of like, all right, I got to get on the commuter train. And the commuter train went all app phone app like a couple of years ago. So like, I'm going to have to go to like a kiosk, like a, a well, not a, like a machine, but I have to like talk to a person and get a ticket, which I've never done that before. So that'll be interesting. And then like, <coughs> and then figuring out like, uh, I got to make sure I have the Uber app and the Lyft app on my watch too. Like just trying to get around is going to be like super annoying. And so that's why I will have my phone. Cause I'm like, I got, I got like interviews and stuff that I'm doing or I'm getting interviewed and I just can't like be like, sorry, I missed the opportunity to interview you. Um, because I was doing a YouTube stunt, I guess, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. 
Um, all right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, I, Adam says, Tom and Mike from Run Testers are running Chicago. I know I talked to some of those guys earlier. They wanted to meet up. Um, I got to double check and see everyone's schedule. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like the thing that I've been doing a lot of lately is just being like, all right, who, who are all the people that I talked to that I was going to meet this week? And then like, all right, now let's actually figure out times to meet. That's always like kind of like the difficult part. Uh, mm. Brandon says, uh, just carry cash because most train stops have closed and have and only have the person on the train collecting cash for tickets. Yeah, I think that there's still a... In Crystal Lake, there's still a person. Although, it depends on what time I go on Friday, if there's going to be a person there. But I think there will be. But yeah, I'll bring cash, and then I'll have like the conductor give me a ticket. I think that's how it works. I don't know. But, you know, I've seen the conductor give people... like see, I've seen people pay for the tickets in cash, and the conductor still has the, the thing on the belt, like the... where they give all the change. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I, love, I love the sound of that. And I think he's going to do the... Click, 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 like a Polar Express um, when he punches my ticket. It'll be, of all the times that people people in the running space have said punch their ticket this year, this will be the first time someone actually punches a ticket. Someone's going to punch my ticket. <laughs> mm. Leona says, I know for CIM, you should keep your gloves for the entire race because it gets cold and windier at the end. It did, didn't it? The weather was very strange for CIM. It was like cold and hot at the same time. It was just a strange humidity, I think. Um, DJ Modibs, I've been thinking about getting a light phone next time I replace my iPhone. I experimented by deleting almost all my apps. I'm going to delete the browser too. You know, I was just listening to Rich Roll, and he was saying that his one of his sons... I don't know their names, Trapper, Travis, one of those two had, had the light phone, I think. Um, and he did it for like four or five years, he said. And then after a while, he just got a regular phone because he's like, it's just too annoying. And I think that's ultimately where I'm going to be at, at the end. We'll see. Mm. Let's see. Someone had a race result in here. I wanted to make sure. Um, oh, here. Super and Jit said, just wanted to share. Ran my first marathon. Finished about 40 minutes longer than I planned, but finished. Awesome. Super and Jit. That's a PB either way. Great job. Woo, I'm glad I saw that. I saw it, and then I was like, oh, I don't know where it went. But there you go. He ran the TC Marathon on Sunday. It seemed like there was a really good turnout for that race this year. It was awesome. Hunter Holt says, serious FOMO, y'all. Didn't get the Chicago lottery this year. Plan to just jump onto the charity train next year. Good luck this weekend. Well, thanks so much, Hunter. Looking forward to seeing you next year. DJ Modib says, as a 2021 survivor, I couldn't help but look ahead at the Chicago weather for this Sunday. I'm filled with envy for y'all. Um, yeah, you know what? You know what's funny about the weather from last year? I remember it being hot. 
as I was running, it felt hot. Um, looking along the course, you know, there were people like, there's that stretch, um, basically the last stretch when you're going down and then coming back up, you're on like Indiana for a little bit and you're back on a Michigan Avenue. That stretch, there's a big grassy median in between the two sides of the street. And if it's a hot day, there's typically a lot of people like just strewn all over, laying down, stretching calves, doing whatever they can to kind of like loosen up. Um, and there was a lot of people there, which again tells me it was a hot year. And then I would finish and then everyone would be like, oh, it wasn't that hot. Or like the entire internet was like, I don't know what all these Chicago people are complaining about. It wasn't even hot. You guys had great weather. And I'm like, I don't know. Sarah Hall and Ryan Hall didn't think it was world record chasing weather. I mean, they went for it, but they were like, they knew it wasn't the right weather for world record chasing. So like there's that. And like now it seems like a year later, everyone's like finally ready to talk about like as a consensus that it was hot. It wasn't blistering hot. There certainly have been hotter marathons. I'm not saying it was the hottest and we should have to get sympathy, but I don't think we should get derided, you know, like we were last year. Um, but yeah, I think the official like race temperature was like 72 degrees. Oh, here's another thing that I realized yesterday, you know, yesterday we did trivia on some different race temps. I was looking deeper and, or again at the, um, the media pack for Chicago marathon and the, the race day temperatures that they list are from O'Hare airport. Um, and they're like, you know, the temperatures are derived from O'Hare airport and don't necessarily reflect on course conditions. And I'm like, you guys pick, I'm like, they pick the one from O'Hare. I get it. It's a 26 mile course. So it's going to be all over, but O'Hare is 14 miles, 15 miles away from downtown. It's an interesting choice. I mean, I think that's pretty standard practice. So like all the furniture stores too, like, you know, you ever see the things, the furniture stores, like if it snows, like so, so many inches on Christmas, you know, everyone gets their furniture free or whatever. <clears throat> they usually use the readings from one of the airports <clears throat> when they, when they do this kinds of con contests. So I suppose that's okay. Or maybe they've always started doing it that way and that's just the way to do it. I don't know. But I feel like O'Hare weather is usually very different. Not very, but different than downtown weather. Mm, Stephanie says, I'm hoping for more cloud coverage on Sunday. Not complaining though with the current weather predictions. Yeah, I think I think we're I think we're in for a good day. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, but you know, I think it's gonna be good. Shannon's here. She says, hey, Co-Famesy, excited to see all Co's race weekend coverage. Wish I were going this year. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous that I'm going to get it all just because, like, this is my first time covering it from not home, you know? And so that's harder. Like, last year, you know, we lived downtown. We live, well, not downtown. We live in Lakeview, but I just used, like, the party room in my building to have people come over, and I just did some interviews from there. And now I'm like, where do I do, where do I interview people at? I don't have to just do it guerrilla style, see if I can get it. Like, I don't know. My wife's like, just rent a conference room. And I was like, uh, that seems like a lot of work. But I don't know. It'll be, it, it's going to feel different, I think. Hopefully in not a bad way. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm very nervous about it. Very, very nervous. 
Melvin Yumang says, hey, Mike, can't wait to meet you in the Kofam on Saturday. Looking forward to the shakeout and the meetup afterwards. I like the pass on the za until after the race, though. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, there is a pizza party at Heartbreak Run Company um, after the race at 5.30. Make sure you RSVP. Mm. DJ Mydib says, 2021 was hot and humid. Even clearly experienced people in the upper corrals were bowing out with cramps and stuff from mile 69. I was about 20 minutes off. They had the red flags out at the end. Did they have red flags out at the end? I don't remember that. Um, but there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie Sarah says, do interviews in the Kinkos? That's funny. Well, here's the thing because it's like, you know, part of me is like, well, you know what? I'll just go to whatever hotel the person I'm trying to interview is going to be at. And like, just grab a spot in the lobby, but it's like race weekend. And like, the last thing I want to do is like, create a scene. And I just remember like, you know, I mean, I guess like it worked for believe in the run, but when they were in San Francisco, they got some pr problems from the hotels that they were at. They were like, you can't do that here. Just like filming, like in the lobby. And I was like, mm, I don't want to, oh. I'm not, I don't, I'm not doing any long interviews. I don't think. But, like, I just don't want to get ugh, deal with all that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, well, now I don't have to ask anyone to come all the way up to Lakeview from downtown. So that's, I don't know. We'll see. You guys will see, too, um, eventually. Mm, Blue Magic says, random question. How long does it take you to bounce back to your running after about a food poisoning? I was in hell for three days. Knock on wood, I, I've had food poisoning before, but it's been since, like, high school since I've had food poisoning. So like that is miserable. That is one of the most painful things that I've ever gone through. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like once you feel better, you're in the clear. Cause I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't feel like people get like a little bit of food poisoning. You're either in it or you're not, you know, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm thinking. Um, Calvin Wong says, are you still going with the audio Pro three for this race? I'm not going to do the audio Pro three anymore. I think I'm going to save that for Boston. Um, so then I think that what I'm, my original plan was I'm going to do the intro from pro three, but since we're going to be running more, um, like a, a different pace than I, that I'd originally anticipated, we're going to be running a little bit slower. Um, I don't know that I need the endorphin pro three or if I bring the endorphin pro three, if that's a, a good test. I mean, at that point, should I just bring like, should I run in the more, should I run the Bondi? Um, I, so I think I'm still going to do the Endorphin Pro 3, but I'm not, you know, I'm still like, uh, maybe, uh, is there a more interesting choice for like a 345 or a four-hour marathon? I'm not sure. Um, let's see. Remy says, Co, you need to, an, an intern to book that conference room and schedule those interviews. Uh, you know, I don't need an intern. I just need to suck it up and do it. But um, yeah, now at this point, I'm like, I don't know. Is, is any hotel even going to want to bother to be like, yeah, you can book a room. You don't wait. You don't want to buy any extra food and beverage services and you only want it for like a day. I think that's just going to be super annoying, but I guess, you know, I can call around and find out, but I think we're just going to play it by ear. Maybe we'll do it outside. The weather's nice. But then again, I'm worried about like inadvertently collecting a crowd and then like someone who has like a tight schedule has to be like, sorry guys, no selfies. I got to go. You know, I don't want, I don't want to put people in awkward situation. So that's, 
that's the thing. I guess I guess the right answer is I need an intern to figure that all out for me. Mm. Angel Johnson says, I live in the South Loop near Grand Park, State and Roosevelt. If you can't find a place, you can use my 600-square-foot condo. I have a small dog and take her out for a walk. That's really generous. Um, I don't think we'll need to, to do that. But um, thank you so much for the offer. That's very thoughtful. Um, and St. and Roosevelt will be very convenient. Um, yeah, maybe I'll take you up on that. I don't know. I don't think I don't think we'll need to. I don't have. I, I have two. I have two meet. I think one person's interviewing me, and I'm interviewing two people. Uh, I'm still trying to track down Mrs. Space Cadet. I emailed her, but um, I haven't gotten a response. But I have a feeling she doesn't read the emails, like whatever the email address that's attached to her instagram but she's been messaging me so i'm like i don't yeah i never know if that means like she's happy to keep chatting just doesn't want to for an interview you know kind of thing i don't know how that you know i'm just trying to trying to play it cool but you know i don't know we'll see so it's not gonna be too, I, don't, I don't have too many it's not like last year where i wanted to do like a 30 minute interview with dr josh and a 30 minute interview with emily you know so um, Jason Sato says, hey, was any CIM race tips and strategies? Um, I will say um, it's hillier. There's more uphill than people think. So just because you think it's a net downhill course, um, don't train for uphill. So I would still train for uphill. I don't think you need to train for uphills like you would need to train for like New York or Boston, but it's different training than you would train for, say, Chicago, for sure. All right, let's do a couple more because... My throat is getting real aggravated. Um, Daniel Head said, you can just book meeting rooms at co-working spaces like we work. Hmm. Yeah, but those are so, like, I mean, I think that would be a really weird background for, like, a running interview. <laughs> It'd be like a weird, strange job interview. That's the thing. Um, but, yeah, um, may maybe I'll do that. I wonder if there's any, we I, I think there would be probably in, like, West Loop. Um, that might be it. Um, I used to office in the West Loop above a, above a barbecue place. That was nice. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I'm going to leave it there, guys, because I'm out of cough drops and my throat is getting scratchy. But this is going to be – hold on. This is going to be the last live stream of this week. Um, for all of you guys that are coming in town, I can't wait to see you guys. Hopefully, we'll be there at the uh, Shakeout Run on Saturday. I'll be at the Expo Friday afternoon get to pick up my uh, packet with my buddy. Um, and then I'll be floating around um, various places um, on Friday morning as well, um, like the Tracksmith pop-up, the stuff with Rabbit and Fleet Feet. So... Uh, and then afterwards I'll be at heartbreak. So like, I'll be around. So hopefully between any of those places, I will see you there. Uh, and then I probably won't have another live stream until Tuesday because Monday's a holiday here and I'll be recovering from the race and like traveling home and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a while, but there'll be some fun stuff to watch on the channel in the meantime. So until whenever it is that I see you again, be safe with everybody. Thanks. Good luck. All you racers. <laughs>